Welcome back to the Master of None, and we are three days away from the finish line of finishing this podcast experience. If you notice, I'm talking a little quiet. I'm actually on my phone. Uh, I do not have my studio set up yet. I have been moving all day, driving across the country, and finally arriving at my home uh, for the next year with my wife. What can I say? You know, it's like you think about how life just goes so fast and how things can change. And all of a sudden in three days, I've podcasted for one year. I really think it holds true to the simple fact that you have to take advantage of the time you have. I know that sounds cheesy. I know that sounds corny. But I think probably going through this podcast process has opened up this part of me where I'm like, wow. Time really goes by faster than what I realize because it's so easy to get caught up in certain goals, financial goals, daily goals, and you really start to realize that these days are piling on and what are you getting out of it? It's like you listen to so much stuff in the the media um, about life and what's going on and Sometimes it's easy to take that information and just not be truly present, right? I mean, you look at what's happening now. You look at this other Trump Trump indictment coming down and he pleading not guilty to the conspiracies of 2020. And you look at the charges of it and it's like it's... I, I don't really know, in my personal opinion, whether you like Trump, whether you hate Trump. To me, if you look at these litigations, it's like something that's pretty serious and worth looking into you know it's like to form an opinion on this and say least is i think it's an obstruction in my opinion of justice but it's like i really can't help but think you know it's just interesting times we're living in too and then you have you know all these stories going on with ufos and i read an article today about david grush saying how you know, there's UFOs, and obviously, just forewarning, this is going to be a rambling podcast of my thoughts. Like, it's really not going to be a deep dive into anything. You know, obviously, I'm just trying to be consistent and hit the mark of podcasting, but this is going to be really thoughts on paper, just an open flow of thought. But, you know, if you're still listening with me, um, we look at David Grisham in articles indicating, hey, you know, they're not really, people aren't really moved by this whole um, hearing about UFOs or saying aliens are real. And you have people in the comments and Twitter saying stuff, you know, hey, is this going to lower my rent? You know, why should I care? And when I when you see a tweet like that, like you get it, like it's almost like there's two thoughts here. One Obviously, you're you're concerned with the price of living. You're focused on the day-to-day goals. And sometimes you just really want to be able to um, hit the marks you need to, you know. And then the other part of it's like, you know, don't allow where you are sometimes to dictate the information you want to learn. Just because you're not financially where you want to be. Like, don't stop a process of learning more about the world or what's potentially going on. And then my third thought is, you know, what if this whole UFO thing 
potentially right now is a smoke screen and we are looking at information that is keeping us focused on it, you know, just to put another story in in the media. Um, you know, it's like it seems like um, you know, as we get further into an environment of checking content, being absorbed by it, being shocked by it, you know, you can't tell me that there isn't something placating to being able to get people to latch on to content, talk about it, obsess about it, fight about it. It's like I was on a TikTok live yesterday and people are arguing about mail-in ballots and how you in Oregon, you have an Oregon ID and, you know, all this stuff about the ballots and, and people arguing about it. And like you watch it and you're like, you know, People in this country have such strong opinions, whether they are truly understanding what they are, they're truly based in facts, or maybe both stories are true. It's like, you know, sometimes we have to live in environments to be like, you know, the, you know, there's a part of this I can see where it's leading somewhere and the other part where it's not. And I think that just goes to show. But going back to David Grush, you know, I listened to an interview of him and I still think it's relevant just because of the nature of it. There's something really interesting about this guy being a whistleblower and being so cut and dry talking about UFOs and, and seeing it and seeing it and seeing the well-polishedness of it. But the story's really not going anywhere because there's really no UFOs to show. And I really think, I've talked about this before, and whether it's directly or indirectly, this is another level to get people to feel more comfortable with the concept. It's like there was like an AP poll or like a poll done where um, roughly 40% of Americans believe in UFOs or UAPs. And one in 10 have indicated they've had some type of encounter or seen a UFO. Now, I've seen UFOs and I've talked about them on this podcast. But it shows that if 40% of people are getting to that point, you know, it shows that you have a different poll than you would have 50 years ago. And, you know, I listened to an interview with David Gresh and he was talking about how, you know, he was actually doing an interview with the BBC. And what's interesting is he hasn't done that many interviews and he still stays with the same talking points. You know, he doesn't really deviate from what um, his message is. You know, which I find really interesting as well, both on his character. Is it by design? Is it random? Is there something more here? And I really think moving forward, the way people need to look at the media is in three categories. One, is this real? Two, is this playing into my bias? And three, is this a potential smokescreen? Now, people might be like, you know, you can't look at the information like that, but... I think what's happened in the last two to three years, it really gives us the ability to understand that that is relevant. It's relevant to have these thoughts and see what's going on with the media and formulate your own ideas just so you're not being manipulated, absorbed, and and molded to certain talking points, both on the left and right, you know? It's like I'm really trying to reach a point where I can understand what's truly important in life, not what people are indicating is truly important 
or telling based on your signaling, you know. But in this whole David Gresh interview, you're kind of getting a conversation where he's saying, as a result of the infrastructure built by the Manhattan Project, as a result of this infrastructure, this is tied into um, the UFO infrastructure. So it's really interesting because you have a time and place where people are building nuclear weapons. And after World War II, you know, they're still building nuclear weapons, but there's a secrecy, secrecy of infrastructure created that, you know, those same people that would have been working on nuclear weapons because it's high-level science would have been given a potential UFO spaceship to reverse engineer. And that that could happen too, you know. So you see how these, like, these things can be interconnected and intertwined. Um, and I think about that as well, you know. But in all reality, it's like, you know, I think people moving forward need to practice the ability to create critical um, thinking when they hear something, you know. It's like with that whole organ thing, the gentleman was really trying to argue it, but it's like I looked up the or I personally inter- I've personally Googled organ voter ballots and I was trying to find what he was talking about and I couldn't find it because I was like, that's really interesting. You know, I generally thought a license and um, social security number is all you needed for a mail-in ballot. But he was saying there's these significant mail-in IDs. And it was like so interesting because another person that he relayed to in the live screenshotted everything and he essentially proved him wrong. But he was like, I'm not trying to prove you wrong. I'm just trying to understand what you're talking about. And in that moment... You know, it really dawned on me, people go into chats to argue with people, whether they be smarter or not. There's a central thrill they get from arguing and creating narratives. And is it tied to like their 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 trauma or are they just trying to show off? You know, and it's like, you know, that's an environment, too. And it's like on social media, you don't ever really know what's behind the lens, you know, you, you're absorbing information. And two, it's like you got to take these content creators at face value. Like this whole Jake Paul, Nate Diaz fight. Before I did a deep dive into Prime, like I was like generally like, okay, you know, maybe Logan Paul did create Prime. And I have him in a podcast interview saying he 100% created it. Well, that's not true. He only owns 10% of the company. Like, you're not going to create a whole thing if you only own 10%. And now I know when you're looking at this whole Jake Diaz, uh, Jake Paul uh, Diaz fight, you know, obviously he's coming out of the UFC to fight it, Jake Paul for a big payday. Jake Paul is really dictating it. And now I, at one point I thought, you know, this is super real and all of it was really real. And, and maybe the fight is real. I don't know. But, like, the shit talking is all fake and all business and the only reason why it's being done is people are trying to sell it so you buy more pay-per-view. But, you know, it makes you wonder if Jake Paul as a whistle, uh, Jake Paul as a fighter right now is equivalent to Dave Gersh as a whistleblower. You know, people maybe don't care about it, but it's like, you know, how many times can we pay to see Jake Paul fight in these kind of fights? You know, it gets to a point where it's like, is is it overdone? You know, are we getting that much about it when he fought um uh, what is i always forget tyson fury's little brother 
the name, but he fought Tyson Fury's little brother, and it was a draw, and it could have gone either way, and Tyson Fury's little brother was so excited, now he's flying on private jets, you know, he's flying on private jets because of Jake Paul money, you know, and Jake Paul can bring it in and deliver, so the point I'm trying to say is, like, there's just so much information sometimes, and it's really hard to truly believe it, you know, but you want to be able to absorb all the information. I think sometimes it's exhausting. You know, if you don't have an overactive mind, you might not be really acute to it. And obviously, I'm just rambling right now. But I do think about those kind of thoughts. Like, those are the thoughts that go through my mind at any given moment. And, you know, I'm pretty hungry, like that thought. But like on the, on the deeper level, working through these different talking points and seeing how, you know, potentially... There's a lot of narratives happening, and we're only going to get more as it relates to 2024 and the presidential election. I mean, 2020, next year is going to be crazy. It's already crazy with all these indictments and Joe Biden and all the information. And, you know, once again, it's like you just brace yourself because ultimately that's when you got to apply that filter that ability to process the information, but not let it absorb you, process you, or manipulate you, you know? And I think that's really the key to all this, whenever we're absorbing information, you know, really keeping a level head, you know? And I still think about times where, you know, I remember in school, it's like you weren't ever supposed to ask anybody what their religion was or what they believed in or their political or their politics, you know? And... I think that's that's not bad. I would rather connect with someone for who they are, not, you know, and see their true essence, not sit here and put somebody in a box because of the way they believe. That sounds crazy to me. You know, that sounds like a manipulation to put you in a box. And I don't like doing that. But once again, these are just random ramblings from a podcaster who works to provide the ability to podcast consistently for 365 days. And we are at the point where I only have two more podcasts left and the journey forward is still unknown. But I'm going to fulfill it and we'll go from there. So thank you so much for listening and we'll get back to you tomorrow. This is a Master of None production. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll get back to you tomorrow.